teeth. Don't even hum. Hello, and welcome into the Sower Andrews podcast, brought to you by Sower Data. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdinho on Sower, joined as always by Andy Black, who you can find as Black on Sower. And today, special guest, our boy Keith Jameson, Gator Guy 231 here. We had to invite Keith because the topic for today was completely his idea, although it may have been because I DM'd him something about a pet peeve of mine, and he was like, wait a minute, this should be a podcast, and it's the international break. Thank God it's almost over. But firstly, Keith, thanks for coming on. Dude, I'm just uh, happy to have the ability to, considering I'm in Tampa. So, like, when you even invited me, it was, if you have power, which was a completely valid response. (laughs) But happy to say we have power, and really didn't get much of it at all. Well, the power's working, but your video's not, so... Um. You, you know what's funny, Andy, is that I'm, <laughs> I'm like, following the stream on another screen, and it's working. Oh. Yeah. So somehow we're the ones who are who are yeah. off. So keep, just keep Fair doing enough. what you're doing. Oh, there we go. We're, we're good. Uh, thank you to those who have joined us live. Um, Predictology was a first in. Always a good day when I can catch the Andrews live. Completely agree, so thank you for doing that. Alex Dobbins, Mike Bassin is here with the man flu. Ah, that's a killer. A lot of people sick right now. But Mike, hopefully this can uh, help you bounce back. Surface is here. Hatanas, Roel, Sorare Wakey, Blue Tomatoes, and Percho all here. Thank you guys for joining us. If you guys could please hit the like button because the first one minute and 40 seconds of this has already been fire. So that's always appreciated. So Keith has already made us really more prepared for this than any podcast that we're usually do because he was like, Hey, here's my list. And Andy and I were like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you think this is? But of course we had a list. I mean, we're, we prepare very high. I've got a, yeah. I've got a list. <laughs> long list, a long list, long list. So, uh, I was listening to Nellis's podcast today from like his one from last week with Hendo and he like, Live or was live at the time when they did it, but basically, like, live peeved the th- one of the things that bothered me the most. Yes. And admittedly, it is also something that I do, so I should be pissed at myself as well. It's number one on my list. It's number so, do you is that number one that you want to like end on that one, or do you want to start on that one? I have no idea. What, okay. what, what would be better? I, I for, for the record, I have 10 on my list that we don't need to do all. But I've been like preparing for a hurricane. So you're like, what, what pisses you off? I'm like, okay, this is great content for me. No, I, I just want to be very clear before we keep going. This is not like our time to start calling people out or this is not like, hey, here's the things that make us. <laughs> it's true. We make, good point. Good point. We may call some people out, but we're, we're doing this out of fun. It's not out of. Yeah, our hate comes from, you know, a good place. Right, exactly. Well, let me, let me just chime in on that, too. I was thinking about this. So, Laird, you and I have chatted this a lot. I bet Andy is the same way. But so many of these pet peeves that, like, tick us off in the moment or, like, we're like, damn it, in the moment are actually what makes Silver kind of awesome. Yes. Because you look back on it and you're like, man, I'm such an idiot. Or, man, can you believe what a jerk that guy was and like you laugh about it the next day but in the moment it sticks yes absolutely and so we have gotten to the point with all of these that we are now laughing about them instead of being upset about them 
that doesn't mean one of these won't just come up in the middle of our show here and we'll get angry li uh, live here. But um, Keith, why don't you give us that first one? Because that is one that I want to discuss because I, I may have actually tried it yesterday or today. And it's what I think Nellis did on live, which was, so you send the guy, gal, whoever, a very fair offer. You look at server data right on the last sale. You know, you're maybe like 0 0.01, 0 0.02 away. You get it rejected. You go, okay, I'm going to go send another one. It's off the market. You wait about 30 more seconds and it's on the market for more, more money. And it's like, do you actually want to sell this card, mate? <laughs> so for those of you who haven't listened to Nellis's show, go back and listen to it. So far, so rare. Excellent show every time. So what he did is that he had a card, I believe, on the market for like 0.25. And he got an offer for 0.21. And he was like, that's too low. He rejected it. But then he took it off the market and relisted for 0.22. So and he was like, I figured that would tell this person, like, that's the price that I want. And instead of buying the card directly off the market, the other person sent him an offer for 0.22. So like they could have had the card, but instead they sent an offer. And in classic, so rare fashion, John rejected the offer, took the card off the market and raised it to 0.225. And he was like, I'm sure they'll just pay the extra, which he then calculated was $8. And they walked away and he still, I assume he still has the car. Andy, I'm not even going to ask if you've done this before. I'm simply going to ask when was the last time you've done something like that? I have not done that. I've done, I've done like similar where like somebody will offer me like this, like three times for a card and then I'll increase it. <laughs> but it won't be like, like if somebody offers 0.2, and I have it listed for 0.2. I'm not increasing it. Yeah, hold on. Larry, you, you actually forgot the best part about the Nellis thing was he actually got the offer for what he had it originally listed for and still declined it. During yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He declined that. Yeah. And then that was amazing. Right. Like he posted a card saying, I want 0.22 for this. And somebody was like, I'll pay that. And he's like, I want 0.225. <laughs> And then, so the best part though, so like, let's, let's spin this on layered because you've done this. Let's, how does this backfire for you every single time? I still own the cards. Yeah. And then <laughs> so what? You, and you wanted 0.225 for it and now you can't get 0.15 because you're right. going to completely break their leg. Right. That's actually the, the key is that I'm like, nope, I'm holding out for 0.225 and then in two weeks I sell for 0.17. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's how it goes, right? I don't really yes. want to sell cards. So that's like my number one pet peeve though, too, because personally for me, I'm just like, leap that guy. And then I've actually done it where I've gone and paid more money to somebody else than even what that guy raised it to, just because in my head, I proved a point. It's like, I, you're not getting that sale. The other guy that didn't do this, I'll buy your card because now I'm just on tilt. <laughs> like, right. The overpay to somebody else out of spite for the first person. Now. Now I fell. I've fallen short. I I have never gotten this like uh, I don't know what the right word is. I don't. I can't think of the right word. But I you should actually at that point DM the guy and go like, I just paid more for the other guy's card because you did that. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. Just so you know. Good luck with your sale. <laughs> I have definitely gotten a just so you know 
DM before. Like, I wasn't willing to go lower. And then, like, an hour later, like, just so you know, someone else bought it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my fairly standard response, because very rarely am I selling a card that I'm the only one selling. And I'm usually floor or, like, close to it. If I'm not the floor, it's because I'm overvaluing, like, a high XP on the card. But I'm... I'm okay telling other people to like try to buy from somebody else. And like that happened to me this week with, I don't know how much I really want to detail this because I actually, you already started. You got to finish. Yeah. Yeah, You got to go. So I I have this card that I'm trying to sell. And um, I think I was a little higher than floor and I was willing to sell, sell it for the floor price. And Somebody came to me and they were like, I want to give you a little less than floor, which is what the last two sales were. And I was like, no, I'm good. My card has more XP than the two that sold and the one that's the floor. So like, if you come to the floor price, I'll sell that. And they're like, no way. I'll just get it cheaper from someone, from the other guy who's the actual floor. And I was like, okay, like I'm okay waiting, trust me. And then I'll sell the card for half in three weeks. But anyway, the, the card, has the card below me has not sold yet. So like clearly that person has not gone below either. Respect to that guy or girl for holding the floor up for the rest of us as none of us sell this card. But I'm like, okay, like I'm very clear. Like you would go try to get somebody else to sell it. And when they don't come back to me and you know what? Nine out of 10 times somebody else sells it and I'm stuck with the card. That's what happens. Andy, what's on your getting bad, Andy. <laughs> what's yeah, that? Humming too. The, the, Am I? Your feet. The humming now sounds like you're getting a haircut. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, we're working on some feedback here um, with Andy's mic. But Keith, what was uh, the one of the next ones on your list? I was trying to pull it. It up was here, not right? the haircutting, but all right, number two. <clears throat> I think you'll love this one, but uh, so I quoted this from a previous interaction. His price is about to soar, mate. You really should do that now before this happens. Meaning when you're trying to buy a card. No, no, no. Like it was actually, I'm trying to buy your card or you're trying to buy my card. That's more money. Your player's worth less, but it's about to be higher. Oh, for trade. Sorry. You know, my 0.4 card and your 0.3 ETH card, they're about to be the same in a week. And then if you want to take number three, most more often than not, that then goes into, and oh, by the way, your guy actually sucks. His manager <laughs> hates him. I think he might be having an affair with the manager's daughter or wife, and he's about to get benched. His Achilles might have blown out. You just want to get rid of him. I'm doing you a favor, right. which we all know. I'm, that I'm that collecting helps. Saudi Arabia cards, and so that's why I'm <laughs> buying yours. Right. <laughs> the So that's like two and three in there. It's the... My card's about to be worth more, so but you should pay me now your what he's about to be worth. And the guy I desperately want to get from you, he actually sucks. Yeah. He's not let good. me buy let me buy your your shit. Yes. Yeah. At a low, low price. I'm, he's terrible. Andy, I'm doing you a favor. Come on. <laughs> you want out of this card immediately. Yeah. 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 I, I love I personally love that one. And so he just said hi, so I'm going to out him. So Tuggy just said hi. And so I ran that one by Tuggy, and he's like, oh, I've done that. And I'm like, you would. 
Oh boy. I I always found that weird. The whole like I want to buy your card of this guy that is it's, actually terrible. It's not weird. It's just like it's it's very like low IQ. <laughs> I, like I like I'm gonna convince this guy that that you know this guy on the internet that that his guy is terrible by by you know it. Yeah, it's it, I don't know. <laughs> I, I will say I I pulled up Keith's list. Th- that one actually doesn't bother me that much because I find it like. I'm I'm entertained by somebody trying to tell me what my thing that I'm selling at market value is not wor- worth that. If it's like a okay, if it's like an under forty specialist guy, I'll let it slide because because then, but then but, but then again, but right, but then again, I can come back with well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a guy that qualifies for yeah. it. He's he's worth more now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Hold on, Andy. Then you go back to number one, and you delist and raise the price, right? <laughs> right. I like the like this guy sucks, and you're like, yeah, but he's going to be 41 next week, so he actually should be lower because mm-hmm. you don't want him. But at least the list that I see here, the one that actually bothers me is the the immediate friend request on on Discord, the waving whatever robot or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then the, Hey mate, what's your best price on whatever card I'm selling that is oh, on the market for a price. So do you remember as we were doing this last night too, I DM'd you too, because like within an hour of sending you the list in like the next four things, one guy did funny enough, he actually bought the card. It worked oh, out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not happy ending. Person. Yeah, it was, it was amazing, but but literally, it was the succession. It's the, all right, lowball offer, rejected. Immediately go to Discord, little red notification. You're like, son of a gun. And then it's the robot wave. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you see me? <laughs> and then and then immediately, what's your lowest price? <laughs> I, I, I like to respond back, you know, uh, what I asked you for. Did do you respond to the people who only just leave the waving? Is it a robot? Like, what is that thing? I don't, I've seen a, I think it changes. I think it's a robot. I think it's a bird sometimes. Oh. No, I've, yeah, I've seen different ones. But like, does, does the waving icon warrant a response in itself? I want to know Andy's answer there. Um, I might, I might respond back with like, I don't know, like a, a waving hand or something like that, or maybe a middle finger. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on the mood. What, Andy, what was the one you had? Uh, what did the one guy call himself from? God, I'm blinking. Was it Back to the Future? Who was his name? And you responded back with the, the gif? No. Um, no. I can't remember. Uh, I, no, it, it wasn't no. Back to the Future, but yeah. Uh, no, it was... It was uh, there was there was a guy that messaged me. His name was Seabass. Seabass. Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he was he was French, so I think he was French. So he didn't. He obviously has probably not seen Dumb and Dumber. I was gonna say you don't think Dumb and Dumber was a was a hit over there? Uh, maybe. And I just <laughs> replied back with with Seabass from that movie doing one of these. You know? Yeah. Did you even go any further? Or did he just go like I have no idea what this guy is talking about? He he completely ignored the yeah. the gift that I sent him, and he responded back with like hello i'm interested in whatever player i don't yeah i don't remember the price 
Yeah, I don't remember how that ended, but I think I think it wasn't good. <laughs> I, I I do truly feel that ninety plus ninety percent of what's your best price never goes anywhere. I think part of the reason that's the case is because most people price so far away from the price they'd actually accept. Right. And I feel like maybe I'm giving us too much credit, but I feel like we tend to post cards to sell. Like we actually want to sell them. We don't really want to sell them much below because we're already posting them at or near the floor. But I think because people are like, oh yeah, this card last sold for 0.1. So I'm going to post it for 0.7. And someone's like, hey, what's your best price? And they're like, oh, you know, I'll go down to 0.68. And you're like, that's not close. Like, what are we doing here? I think that's where the difference lies in that is like when you're asking that question to somebody and they are priced appropriately, it's kind of like, well, what, what are we trying to accomplish here? It's not like, you know, you listed, you know, Sven Coombs super rare. I know you never would black, but for 69 ETH. Surely you've done that. <laughs> Have you? Uh, the, the rare 69, um, Mint, I think I listed at 6.9 ETH at one point. Nobody bought it. <laughs> yeah. So Surface was saying, what's your best price is pretty useful because it's basically the other guy saying, I'm not willing to pay your listed price. Are you willing to sell for less? I I get that. I mean, obviously they think it, they should get it for less because otherwise they would just buy it. But I... I don't want to be the one to come down from my price. Like, I want to hear what the offer is. Correct. I think that's more where I'm at. And I think that actually goes into another one that we were talking about of people contacting you for cards that are not on the market and then arguing with you about price for a card you don't want to sell because it's not on the market. And it's like, I, I have absolutely tried to get cards from people cards that were not on the market and it's just like hey will you are you willing to sell this card i like i like tuggy's response i respond with what's the most you will pay yeah and maybe maybe that's the directness that i need to like go to like i love how direct that is what is the most you will pay sometimes you're asking me the least i will take i'm asking you the most you will pay yeah but nobody's truthful about that (laughs) no like the people who are like I only have 0.0003 in my wallet and they send you like a screenshot and you're like, I'll take 0.0033 and they're like, deal. You're like, oh, where did this? A card just sold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, so I didn't put it on the list, but I was thinking, I think I was actually talking to Tuggy about that one was, uh, was they, they say they only have that and then you like see that they bought like a Marquinhos rare in the last like five minutes. And you're like, oh, you only have 0.1 and you just bought a 1.3 card? Interesting. <laughs> but it's like, do you actually want to send that to them? And now like they can tell like that you're like spying. I, I don't know the correct uh so rare. It's no man, it's blockchain. There's no there's no spying. Everything's out in the open. That's the point. So would you Laird, would you ever stoop? I've actually thought of this because I may early on when I was doing a lot of trading, I totally used that line. It's all I have when I had more and I've actually thought about like DMing a buddy, Hey, I'm going to send you an offer for some ETH. 
don't accept it. I just need to prove to this guy that's all I have in my wallet this second. <laughs> but, I don't think I, that I haven't done it. I, th- I thought of it though. If I ever got caught, I was like, I, "This is my out plan." I mean, it's not. I mean, that's the way out, right? It's it. You don't even need to do it to a friend. Like you could just send an offer for somebody's like Mbappe super rare, which they would love, I'm sure. Yeah, just to like <laughs> clear out your wallet. Happen that's how we get these off these bad offers. Is they're actually trying to cover their tracks and negotiations. Right. <laughs> That's interesting. I never thought of that. Black, black why, why, why was the shakehead palm? He's a man. He's a man of his word. He's not going to lie to somebody like that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm laughing at the, you know, the, the techniques that you use. I guess the, those were. That I, was I would never stoop to anything like that, Keith. That was at least a year ago. I'm a, I'm a changed man. <laughs> <laughs> this it. happened to me. I wasn't doing it to somebody else. That's yeah, how it happens. I, I never got, got that far, but I totally have used that, and I don't think it ever goes too too well. I think I think the thing that we need to talk about now is offers on unlisted <laughs> cards. I, you were kind of mentioning it, uh, Laird, but people that like are what's your best price on? You know, guy that you card yeah guy that you don't have on yeah guy that you don't have on the market, and. That's probably the thing that drives me the most nuts. And then when they're like really annoying with their negotiation, like, I don't know, bothers me a lot. Shit offers on unlisted cards. <laughs> I like it. I, I guess what gets me about that situation is that there's no acknowledgement from the potential buyer that you don't want to sell the card. So it's like, in order for me to sell this card, I like if I thought I wanted to sell the card for whatever the card is worth, I would just sell the card. Right. And if I don't want to sell the card, you're going to have to pay me more than what I can get the card for because I don't want to sell the card. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, one went like a day, yesterday for point whatever, 1.1. And I'm like, I don't want point one for this card. Right. I spent three ETH on it. <laughs> So you just actually, did you want to like talk about what you, like you just had it for what? How long did it take you to get the Coatis? Like two weeks? <laughs> Essentially? Yeah, that I feel like that was a bit of a weird situation because so we I bought a Sebastian Coatis super rare from a bottle bore who had three of them. And I... I didn't know that he sold cards, first of all. ETH only. Don't even begin to think otherwise. But so I, I hate like admitting how I need I need the pettiness. I need the I yeah, need to right. the screenshot. <laughs> like I said at the beginning, I am guilty of some of these, and so I get it. Yes. So a bottle board had three of them, has has three had three Kawata super rares. And one was on the market. I don't even remember what it was how much it was for, but it was it more than I two. wanted. Was that the first one that you told me about was at two. <clears throat> okay. So it was listed at two. And I was like, I think the last sale was 1.7. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe I can get 1.5. Probably not. The rares had like dipped a little bit. And I went to make an offer on the card that was for two. And there was a minimum 
uh, offer of two on the card. So I couldn't even offer 1.5. And I could have gone the limited card plus 1.5, but I thought, you know what? I'm a man of respect. I'm not going to pull this garbage and try to work my way around. Instead, I went to a different Coates Super Rare that was not on the market, owned by a bottle bore, that did not have a minimum offer on it. And I made an offer on that card. And it was quickly rejected. And then the card that was listed for two ETH expired. The, the offer expired. So I went back and made another offer on it for 1.7, which just sat. And then finally I took it down because it was just sitting there and they posted another one of their Coates super rares. And I was like, oh, all right, let me try this one. And that one was posted at 1.9 and I made a 1.8 offer and it went untouched and just sat there and nothing. So I was like, all right, I guess this card, I'm not gonna get this card. That one expired, and then they reposted for 1.8, which is what I just offered them. And now I'm like, maybe I can get it cheaper. Maybe I'll start. <laughs> However, there was now a 1.8. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There was a, I, I skipped a step. They reposted for two, but they had a minimum offer of 1.8. Yep. And that's when I offered 1.8, and they never took it. And then it was fine. That one expired, and then they posted for 1.8. And I finally just paid, like I bought the 1.8 because I couldn't make a lower offer. Am I but, allowed to tell the one other good part that you missed of that? No. With the screenshot? What was the sc I don't remember okay, that. So, you have to tell it now. You're yeah, not going oh, mean, to not tell it. Even if he said no, I was going to go, I'm just going to say it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so he, like, he messages me. I think it was like, Keith, there's like 20 minutes left of this auction. <laughs> There, there's a lot. He's like, so should I, uh, not auction this offer, should I remove my offer and see if he goes down lower? Wait to see if he wants to take it? And I'm like, it's a great question. And he's like, I'm going to remove it and see if he goes down lower. And then he right. like sends me a video of it counting down from 10. <laughs> and then it expired. And I'm like, so I also thought, so granted, it was also the only one on the market. Like there are a lot of Coates super rares. And like I went on Sora data to see if like, somebody had one that they just never use yeah. and everyone just uses them all the time except right. a bottle bore because they have three of them and four million dollar gallery so <laughs> sometimes they can get away with not using a coata super rare so moral, you got it that was a good i did get it but four, yes four I, I forgot about that because i was like i don't like clearly if it's posted for with a minimum of 1.8 and it expires like does that mean that they should go lower? But like, also they're completely in a situation where like, if the car doesn't sell, it's not like they're like, I need, I need to sell this Coata super rare to save up for, you know, the new Kimmich unique or whatever. So I was, uh, so I took it down and then the thing expired and then they reposted for 1.8 and I was like, all right, I'll just pay that. And then now he's out this week. Sweet. Yes. Cause he's on Laredino FC. Right. More of the story. Now he's not playing. Yeah. Thoughts black. Oh. I mean, you got to do what you got to do when there's a card that you want to get. So I, I get it. And I, I've, we, we've talked, we've all talked about being guilty of like really stupid shit. And the one that I'm guilty of is, um, 
like when you're going back making offers on a guy and and like I don't know, let's say a guy's listed at like point five point five ETH or something, and you're talking to the guy and you're like, um, yeah, the lowest lowest I'll pay is point four five, and then he's like, Well, the lowest I'll take is point four seven, and then you're like, Well, I guess I could do point four six five nine because like you feel like you got to win the negotiation. It's like three cents. And I swear to God, I've done it over like a dollar. And, and like in my head, I'm like, yeah, that made sense. But then you look back at it and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. What was I doing? Blowing a deal. When you add up the time black and you're like, hold on that. I squeezed an extra dollar out of that over a three hour negotiation. (laughs) Yeah. With, this reminded me uh, when I'm trying to think of when it, when Underdog and Specialist first came out, whatever it was, Keith was like looking for a bunch of limited cards and he's like moving in and out of limited cards. And he's like, I can't believe the number of people who will offer you $2.58 for a card that I have listed for $2.75. And I was like, it's crazy. Like they really are like trying to get 15 cents out of you. And he's like, now, now I, I do that too, though. Like, I definitely send off. I'm not willing to pay full price on limited cards, but, but, but I'm furious when people try to get an extra 12 cents out of me. It's the beauty of so rare is that like, but then I think it's cool when you actually acknowledge it and you can get a laugh out of it. Like, I do it too, but it pissed me off that they're doing it to me. Like, what the heck? Um, so there actually is one pet peeve that so rare Wiki put at 633. I want to bring the light. People agreeing on an offer, then saying, so once you got the agreement, then saying, okay, I'll be right back. I actually don't have the ETH. I just got to go sell a few cards. I have definitely seen that. And Can you can, can you unlist the card for me? Oh, my God. On, on deadline day. <laughs> I've gotten that one. Can you, can you unlist the card? It's like, no. That one's bad. Uh, that... That like goes into the same like let me trade you this card because you can sell it for X, and I'm just and you're like well you just go sell it then and give me the ETH and they're like I don't know if I can sell that card and it's like you just told me I could sell that card to try to convince me to trade it and yet no. By the way, Sur- Surface just nailed it. By the way, I hate when everyone else does something annoying that I do myself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> that is exactly right. <laughs> And now we can go on a podcast show, however you want to call it, and just let it fly. Yeah. And love this, it, love life about it. This uh, was reminding me of another one that we, we discussed, I think, with the, the tricking you into paying more by making you think you're meeting in the middle. So it's like, if I have a card and somebody wants like an ETH for it, I'm just going to use round numbers because it's easy for me to do the math. So you're like, I'll pay 0.5 for your one ETH card. And they're like, no, uh, not even close. And you're like, all right, I'll pay 0.7. And they're like, let's meet in the middle at 0.85. And you're like, 0.85 is not the middle of one and 0.5. And yet you're there and you're like, that is, yeah, okay, that's reasonable. We both win, right? And it's like, no, no, only one of you wins in that one. But that one drives me nuts. It's just art, the art of the deal, Laird. 
Okay. I haven't done that, but I, I'm taking notes. So, so is this pod actually so rare? Uh, pet peeves of people in so rare. For our own. The, I mean, we can talk about training if you want. I mean, that's that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hold on, let's, Black. Let's hear what you had down. Oh, I actually, I didn't have anything down. Yeah. <laughs> I just but, came to here to drink beer and listen to people bitch yeah. about so rare. <laughs> I will. I will actually. In the in the realm of selling cards and whatnot, I will have a add a pet peeve of so rare that you can't put a minimum like a minimum bid or excuse me minimum offer on a card if it's already on the market. Right, you have to take it off. You have to take it off the market and then back on. Like if I'm trying to sell a card, I'm fully convinced that if I have to take it off the market and then repost it, someone else is going to buy like. A similar card in that two minutes where mine's yeah. not on. The yeah, I, has I never say, happened, and yet I'm convinced every time. I'm like, I can't take it off. I will say, yeah, I had because I often do the opposite of pet peeve one. Instead of raising, I'll go. Okay, I got a guy that actually wants. He hasn't DM'd me. Thank God. I don't really want to talk to anybody, anyways. I, I, I don't like negotiating deals. I, I, I cringe every time I see the wave and stuff like that. I'm like, ugh. I'm literally your job. Like, I'm about to. Well, <laughs> yes, but I get actually paid for that. But um, so like, have you guys done this? I, I'll actually lower the price to like. All right, I had him up for 0.25, and you offered me 0.2. All right, I'm good with like 0.225 to try to like instigate more. And obviously, at that point, I'm probably good with less than that. I'm just trying to mm-hmm. see what else I can get. I've done that a lot, and I'm and I've totally been Euler'd. Like I have the panic when I pull it down that the guy's probably on the other end thinking I'm about to raise the price on him. And I'm like, no, 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 don't go away, don't go away. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not doing that. I'm coming to you, man. I'm coming right. to you. <laughs> do you so if if you do that and they like DM you and like even at that lower price, like I'm out. Do you then delist it again and throw it back up to the higher price? Yeah, I've definitely done that. Yeah. <laughs> But no, because now the, the the buyer, right, he's, like, not there. So, I mean, I just sold a card um, yesterday. And, like, this is, like, not much difference at all. But um, it was a, a guy I had just bought in for Underdog. So, you ever look at my gallery and you see a bunch of random-ass guys that you're like, why the hell do you have those cards? It's because I'm stupid very often and buy cards just for Underdog that immediately either go right above the 50, so now they're kind of worthless, or they revert back to their underdog form and they're still worthless <laughs> matchup. But the guy was like coming after, it was like Max Wittick, I think is the guy's name, the Vitesse left back that is better for DFS than Sober. Sure. Because uh, he crosses the ball like 19 times a game and only like two of them are accurate. <laughs> yeah. Great for DFS later, we know that. Mm-hmm. But, um, he sent me like 0.09. Like he started at like 0.075, declined like every like sent me like nine offers. I just keep declining. I'm like, you're getting closer, buddy. I was thinking about taking him off, but I was dealing with a hurricane, so I didn't have that much time. And uh all of a sudden I just get a notification he sold for my list price. And so that kind of makes me go, Well, maybe sometimes I shouldn't go down. Maybe they'll come to come to Papa up at my list price. <laughs> um so one of the ones, Hatanas just brought this up and I kind of like want to add to it 
But they said, I hate when my cards are mm -hmm. sold and then they're immediately listed right away for a small profit. I what gets that. me are the people who try to convince you to sell a card because they're like, it's the last piece of my lineup. And there's like a whole story to it. And then, yeah, they're just like, you sell yeah, it. They're, and they're you just flipping your card. Yeah. Post it for like a 12, 12 cent profit. And you're just like, it shouldn't matter, but you're still there. And you're just like, ah, well, I, I'm going to argue. I love that. <laughs> I, I think it's awesome. Like, I'm yeah, just like, I, you don't realize I've been trying to sell this card for three weeks for this price. And you think you're going to make a profit. Okay, well, let's fun. let's be real keith you've been doing it all your life you've been buying properties fixing them up relisting them higher <laughs> no not that cool no i did i i mean we the last time you guys had me on was the flipping episode which i totally am guilty for so many of those like trying to buy the guy early for a fixture i get that but i just i've seen it a number of times on cards that i've just been sitting on forever and the guy relists it right afterwards and i'm like Enjoy that, buddy. Good like, luck, buddy. I yeah, I couldn't sell it for half that. I really appreciate you right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing me a favor. I'm, I'm glad you think that it's worth that because it's not. Um, and then yeah, sorry, Josh, probably one of the ones on my list too. The uh, the three cent increments, like especially on the limiteds, is like point. I guess I haven't I haven't seen those. They I've seen like the bots that bid on things and buy things that. Are like mispriced, but I haven't seen the ones that undercut. Undercut. Um, it's that jackpot. Oh, ja I thought jackpot was the one that was uh, uh, bidding on things. So if you if you get into an undercutting war with it, it will just keep undercutting you. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I, I had. I don't remember what card I had it on, but I. I that's what I realized. I, I sorry, Josh. Like, tell me if that's the one you're thinking of. But which I had one? It was annoying. It was really annoying. I guess it's fine though. Like if your card is like has good XP or whatever, then you know whatever. Yeah, it's just more so like you know at that point you go okay, screw it. I'm gonna get to my floor, and then it's uh, immediately. I think the play there is just delist. Let let that one go, and then yeah, I think try to be funny. try to be quote unquote patient. Okay, I didn't know that. I've seen the one win Twingo a lot, so I didn't know that that was the hmm. case. A lot of limiteds. So the one I was going to bring up, I read his wrong, but when uh, like on a limited card, Laird, you probably had this because you were just selling a bunch of your back end of your gallery stuff. But the uh, all right, the guy offers you 0 0.002, you decline, and he's like, "What about 0 0.0021?" And I, see that three cents changed your mind. <laughs> what's What's really bad is that it almost worked the other day for me. That, and I think I, it was getting into like the spite territory where I was just like, I'm not selling for below this price. And then they pennied their way to that price. And I was like, ah, they got me. I'm pretty sure I still rejected it. But like, yeah, I had one, I forget which card it was that I was selling, but it was Bono because I, and I knew that he would sell because I'm like, he's, he's going to be the specialist goalie this week even though he has a, not a great matchup and his upcoming schedule is terrible, which I guess means he'll stay underdog or specialist. But like I got so many offers on that card that was like not close and multiple people were doing the like 002 increases every time. And what I've decided, so like 
I, I can be like extremely stubborn and petty when it comes to certain things and posting cards, limited cards at floor price is now my like most pettiest thing in my life that I like refuse to accept an offer for a limited card listed at the floor price. I will, it like, I just reject everything. And I probably should set, I, in fact, that's, that was like the pet peeve that comes up. I'm like, I've got, I got one person sent me like 12 offers for this Bono card, just like in the slow increments. And I wanted to take it off so that I could add the minimum, but I'm like, but this card is going to sell at some point. And I don't want to take, I don't want the other card right above me to sell in this two minute window that probably nobody's looking. That's it. I know Black had one. I, I was going to say, Larry, you don't actually want to block that guy because what if the next offer is the one? I've I've never blocked anyone. Just you've been... never you've never blocked anyone ever. Never. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> you just you just hit Black's pet peeve. I block. mean, what happens if like all of a sudden they become a whale and they're willing to overpay for my cards? Then I'll unblock them someday. Uh, you got to keep track. Hey mate, hey, mate, unblock me so I can <laughs> send you a shit offer. <laughs> yeah, some people just deserve to be blocked and you got to block them. And that's fun. And we move on. How many, how many cards in a trade offer do you have to get in order for you to just instantly reject it? For one card? Yeah, so like one, one of, card for you. How many cards on the other side do you just immediately reject? I think three, and I'm instant instant rejecting. Three is an instant reject. Yeah. Well, th three or more, of course. Right. Oh, all right. Three plus. Yeah. Um, What's your number there? I think it... So it depends on the scarcity. If it's limited, it's usually one. Like, I don't need to trade. Like, I usually try to sell my junk limited cards that I know are not worth anything. So the last thing I want to do is somehow inherit a new one of these that I have to sell. So I just, like, won't trade. But I also don't want to change my so rare name to, like, ETH only on limited cards because then I'm stuck with it for the next three months. What? So here's a fun one. What do you all think Powell's pet peeves are? Oh, oh boy! Because <laughs> like we we all we all admitted how annoyed we get when I like I think mine's like one or two as well if I see that limited, but like I mean well he's he he's so used to dealing with bullshit like he's so <laughs> used to dealing with it so this whole day so I is think bullshit. it's amazing so I think that like his biggest annoyance is like when you change one tiny thing and try to like pull one over on him like. Like when you're doing one of those nine for one deals with pal, trying to trying to get it across the board, and you swap out a point one card for like another a point oh oh one card for a point oh 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 nine card or something like that, that's when it gets annoying for pal. I think Pavel is definitely the the one who will like delist and raise though. If you like oh, give yeah. him a bunch of garbage. Like he's like, you're not even close. So like, sorry. We were, I think it was, I think it was you, Laird. Uh, he had a, was it, it was Romo. He had a Romo listed and uh, from DC. And uh, 
it was it was like a weird time where like nobody knew who had the job in D- DC, but there were rumors that Romo might be getting it. So he, I think somebody somebody had already bought one off of him or something like that. You were making a bunch of offers to him, Laird, and eventually he pulled it down and raised the price. That's exactly what happened. Um, I'm trying to look here to see if Hopefully I. Hopefully, you didn't end up getting it because he was terrible. I so bad. Oh god! I eventually you... trade. Oh my god! I <laughs> traded uh, Pedro Gonzalez limited and point one for a Romo rare with Pavel. I mean, Romo's like the one guy that's allowed what eight goals and still had like fifty. For his SO5 score? The, like, the like eight thing, air led to goals, I think. Yeah. The best thing about that card is that I bought it and then he didn't start. And I was like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> um, it's probably worth uh, more if he doesn't start. Probably. I definitely had like a, a handcuff limited, too. Did I get that one from him? No, no. I paid 0.04 for a limited. That must have been specialist. There's no, no way I would have... I don't know why I would have done that. I do think it's funny though, like with the Powell thing. I definitely like I haven't done a deal there in a while, but I remember like the last one I did, I just added an extra like 0.002 ETH or something like that. I know black just, just and he accepted after declining. And I'm like, really? Like I remember like that just like threw me for a loop for like the next Couple I wonder. Hours. I wonder if that's like, all right, this is the guy's last offer. He's only going up 0. 0.002. Like, is that what is that what he's thinking? I I think actually, Keith, if I remember correctly, you took a card off that was worth 0. 0.002 and then just yes. added 0. 0.002 ETH. Yeah, I said that to you. I'm like, I'm like, mm. you know, I, I mean, which in turn makes sense, right? Because somebody like him eventually just wants to convert all of these cards to ETH, like that's the obvious play. Right. So it makes some sense, but it was just like really weird because I had done, I think it was like 120% calculation. I'm like, this should work. And it didn't. I'm like, I wonder if I get rid of X guy, if that will do it. And it worked. And I was just like, I'm what? (laughs) I'm so confused. Like, so. I, this is reminding me of another thing that, bothers me and this is more this is i will completely admit more of a me problem than a real one and i complained to keith about this yesterday it really bothers me when people have in their so rare names that they accept trades and then i get an email and i see the word accept in the email but then it's like so and so i accept trades rejected your offer and i'm like you get so you see accept you're like yeah and you're like ah that's a pet peeve of mine so So, we has got to do better black i got i got one for you that this is like uh one of the ones i wrote down that i said i understand it but it still annoys me you find the card you want the guy guy or gal puts the minimum offer on there it's like 90 98 percent guy yeah, but you put you offer the minimum offer, all ETH, right? Okay. You're like, cool. I found I found my car. I'm just waiting for that accept, and you get the notification rejected. Annoy you or not? Wait, Wait so, what? What's an, what's again? annoying about this at all? Somebody just didn't like your price. No, no. no. So like, so the guy has it like listed for point six. Okay, 
Okay. Yeah, it's like minimum offer set for 0.55. Okay. You sent 0.55. Yeah. Rejected. I don't. I, I, there's nothing you, pet PV at all about that. That the guy just doesn't. No, the the guy set that. that the guy set that so that he wouldn't get shit offers. I mean, he also see to me. He's I, not I, ready to accept 0.55 yet. He's, he's ready he to wants talk. Point, I'm ready to talk at 0.55. Right. I I like <laughs> point to meet you in the middle at 0.599. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Mate, I'll give you a deal. Only because you offered me my minimum. I will meet you in the middle of our next middle at 4.59. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the middle, the middle of the next middle has definitely happened to me before. And I've definitely either fallen for it or been the one to like push for it. It's just like. It's one of so, those that you fall for it and you hit accept and you're like, sweet. And then you're like, wait a minute. That's not the middle. Yeah. But, but then again, it's like $8 and it's just like. So this isn't a pet peeve, but I actually I've told Laird this. I think I've told Black this. This is actually like what you just did is like one of my favorite sober isms, which will just go from pet peeves to isms. But all right, it's like we're talking in pure ETH, and you're like you defend it because you're like actually it was only like six bucks. I spent that on the fast food on the way home. Yeah, whatever, it's cool. It was only six bucks, but like everything else was done in ETH, and then you like justify it with fiat. I love it. I just, I don't know why. It just, just makes me smile every time. I, this is not so much off topic, but I want to continue that. I've found that fewer people are talking in fiat now. Have you guys had that? Like, I always, somebody, like, never once have I ever replied with fiat. With the, some sort of fiat price when somebody's like, what's your best price? Hmm. And I feel like a few months ago, I would be like, oh, yeah, you know, 0.1 ETH. And they're like, I won't go above $200. And I'm like, I, I don't know how much that is, but let me find out and find out if that's okay. But like lately, I like every negotiation I have is an ETH. And the other person like doesn't, unless they're just doing the conversion themselves, which is fine. But like, I feel is like it- there was a time where... <laughs> fiat was coming up a lot and is it is it maybe maybe when eth was like really elastic and and the price was like really changing and and like honestly in the last like three months i feel like it obviously it's it's tanked a little bit but like it's been kind of steady ish esque i don't know yeah Yeah. I, i haven't seen it much i had one it was like surprising and it I won't out the guy. It wasn't Tony, but it was a prof- it was actually green check mark, so a professional who I have totally rostered in DFS. So we, we you you definitely know that he crosses the ball a lot. But uh, he responded back to me. I sent him like a couple offers that were close, and he's like uh, like fourteen hundred euro, and like I was like oh crap, and so like I changed my currency to yeah. euro on so rare, and I'm like. I'll do X in Euro. And he's like, fine. Hmm. And then I had to like figure out what that was, you know, switch it back around to type. How much did I actually pay? I don't want to accidentally overpay here. I'm not, I'm not about giving him more money. (laughs) (laughs) So I I haven't seen as much layered in in answer your question. I haven't seen as much, but that one stuck out. That was like a couple weeks ago. I have not had what surface just mentioned in there. Like somebody reach out to me after auction. 
and they realize I don't have money. <laughs> that, that used to happen a lot, like really? in the in the early days. I feel like I a silver. I can see yeah. it on super rares. I can see it on super rares and like premium cards that don't necessarily go for, for sale. I don't think that you know it's happening on a random MLS rare card. Yeah. Just go to the like, market. And... Like you, do you want my Jackson Yule? I'll offer him <laughs> to you at just just under the price that he auctioned for. So doesn't that prove though what um, Sir, Service said that like the guy doesn't actually like prove that he's desperate to get rid of the card too <laughs> that he's stocking a little the bit yeah for sure and seeing who all is bidding <laughs> trying to get rid of this. There's a this little bit of serial deal. killer in there, I think. <laughs> I'm just he screenshots the auctions like all right yeah. I got nine potential buyers here right it's, it's just a hit list <laughs> you guys I'm going after I'm just like picturing this that should be the most amazing conversation ever like screenshotting the guys like hey I'll give it to you for 1.2 no no I, I'm not gonna buy for 1.2 you just bid 1.24 <laughs> on the auction 36 minutes ago are you crazy it's like I'll give you one point one point one five. How about that, dude? <laughs> dude, don't kill me, man. Come on. <laughs> so that while we were chatting, I got an offer on a card that I have Ooh. on the market. Oh, let's go! And the offer I got was for point one zero zero five, and I rejected it. And the next offer was one point one zero six. Do you think they actually meant to do point one zero zero six? I don't know. Either way, it's a seven dollar difference. Did did I? I don't know if this is the right form. Did I ever tell you about like the uh, one of the crazier DMs I actually got from Powell, not knowing that he actually existed? Uh, was trying to get, I think it was a Joseph Martinez back when he was good and As relevant. And He's still good. Someday, some. He just God, doesn't get to play. He was set up so good this year for a big year. <laughs> it's so disappointing. But um, he doesn't run enough for coach. Yes, <laughs> not. But anyhow, it was I uh, was like doing the trying to like get the offers back up, and I missed a zero. Uh, and I sent it was like you know some players, and instead of like point oh five, I sent point five, and literally he rejected it, and he's like, he literally sent me a DM said, "Be more careful." I, I will say that, and it, it obviously makes sense to not piss people off if you're trying to sell 58,214 cards at some point. But I have heard that before. Like other people I know have sent him like incorrect offers that are like way in his favor. And he's reached out and been like, I think this is a mistake. <laughs> so the, whatever the opposite of a pet peeve is, thank you, Pavel, for being... yeah. A stand-up individual. Yeah. And I mean, like, if I w- if he would have accepted it, I wouldn't have been mad at all. I would have just been like... You would have been mad at yourself. Yeah, I've been like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> pay attention. Like, that's the crazy thing about this game, right? Like, just like a zero is the difference of, you know, depending on what ETH is, could be a difference of like $600. And we're just like on our phone, like... In between, like a, a meeting, like I gotta send this offer. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, be a little more careful. You you said that so well. Like between a meeting, uh, <laughs> the difference between 0.5 and 0.05 is like so much. And and 
I, dude, I totally get how people do that. Like they're 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 slapping a bit on in on a guy. They're they're, they're busy at work or whatever. Yeah, running it through there, and they pay, just paid ten x too much for a guy. So, question for you guys. Sorry that I keep like flipping the question on y'all, but if a whale, because I remember I think this happened on a stream, but if a whale offered you way too much for one of your cards, do you take it? If you know, like the guy, it's like a four hundred ETH gallery. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't that happen to somebody we know? It did. It did. Yeah. I mean, it was on a stream. I'm. I'm not. I'm not going to name names. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious because I don't fault the guy at all. Depends on who. Depends on who the whale is. Is what it comes down to it for was, me. It was somebody already mentioned this that has commas in all the right places in their gallery. Yeah, I, <laughs> for USD. Yeah, yeah. No, I. I I'm fairly certain I know who it is. <laughs> um, Surface said it depends which whale, which I I hate to admit is probably the answer. Possibly. I mean, can we say the name? Is that okay? You think, Laird? Or stay away from that. Um, I might buy another Kawata Super Rare from them, so I probably don't want to. <laughs> All right. You, you said the name. Of <laughs> I don't want to name them. Okay. So what, what, to be honest, it, I think... It's also to the point where I'm just not even sure they would notice. I've gotten enough shit offers from a bottle bore to where I'm taking that offer in a heartbeat and okay. going to the bank, <laughs> cashing out the ETH, and I'm buying something cool, and then I'm sending him a picture of it. So, <laughs> so do you remember the basis of this story, though? What like, made it better? Do you remember this at all, there Or Black? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. So they, whoever it was on stream, I, don't, I actually don't remember who on stream, but they, uh, they took the offer, and everybody was like, Delete your Discord name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend they don't happen. Go dark. Go dark for at least a month, and then it'll be okay. It'll pass over. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, I... Is that wrong that the answer is literally... I feel like I think, I feel like we're kind of in agreement that the, the answer is kind of it depends on who it, it, it depends is. depends on the person. I mean... I think we all know the answer is no. You do not take that money. We also know that none of us would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're like saying delete your Discord name is the, the answer in itself, right? Like go dark. It normally means it's wrong. Right. But if you're literally like wiping your keyboard down because you don't want whoa, your whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why are we saying that it's wrong? I mean, if you're trying to cover your tracks, that normally is that like my four year old tries to cover his tracks on stuff like that when he knows he's effed up. Yeah, but your kid did something wrong. <laughs> Somebody so you're saying is, this is giving. Not wrong. Oh, it's not. It's not wrong. I mean, the guy, especially now in the new world, right? I think this is pre like three warnings <laughs> of like you know what you're about to pay. Karma will get you in the end. Yeah. Probably. Probably when I'll, though, I'll stick with my guns on this one. It like, depends on who the like, person is. We yeah. do have one an Mbappe by now, and then karma gets you afterwards. It was still worth it. Quinny, I saw above the floor. I that's maybe you had higher XP. Quinny, Quinny said for those listening, said I sold Efra Alvarez above the floor to Zima Blue. I was somehow hoping that was like more like. Wow, could, be, could have been like his favorite, his favorite mint number or something. Yeah. Could be new season card. Like, maybe he liked the leathery background instead of the 
so dots or whatever the, they have. So here's here's another like karma related question. Because he just said Bologna. So I've done this before. Like if you know your guy's just like potentially got a career ending injury. I know exactly where you're going with in real time. Have you done this black layer? Obviously, but you start testing the floor to see when the bot buys it. Yeah. So is that and, wrong? I don't think it's wrong uh, at all because he's trying no, to no, the bot. One hundred percent not wrong. The the bots like deserve to be punished a little bit. I mean, Are you there? Um, I, I'm not like for or against bots. It's probably not like it's not great, but whatever. It, they're they're here and they're not being dealt with and we have to learn to live with them I guess, but um, yeah no they they should definitely be punished for for doing what they do and and if you, if your guy has like I, I bought a goalkeeper last year that had like an abnormal heart like I found out like a week later that he had like an abnormal heart and he was like oh you're never gonna play again and uh, um I tried to I tried to sell him to Powell but when I looked at Powell's gallery, he already had three of them. <laughs> so then I started testing to see if, if uh, like I could get Bologna or like any of the bots to buy it. And I don't know if they had already like priced it in or what, but uh, no, it was Peter Bose or boss. Yeah. Played in, like, was starting again. The other dude, you bought the wrong bad heart guy. The other guy's actually man, back starting. My guy actually had a bad heart. I think. Yeah. Oh, well, the, like, the guy he put up, the Cavaloki, literally had heart surgery before the season. Really? I don't know. I don't know what the thing was. And then he he took over for Jailson, your your favorite name. Jailson, yes. <laughs> the big guy that looked like he was like uh, The Green Mile guy. He looks like the Green guy. Mile guy. <laughs> the most amazing name. Yeah. But – and then – so what is your guys' thoughts on I, – I, I, he's brought up twice the – I have seen what CR is mentioning about um, he asked us out of pet peeve. I don't know if you guys saw underdog. They increased the rewards. So they had 150 rare, went to 140, and they added 60 tier three limiteds. He's like, does that count as a pet peeve that they're increasing rewards by tossing in just uh, limited tier threes? That's in for underdog rare. You can win that's underdog fun. rare. Yeah. yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, I think it's I, fun. I would rather I would rather win a tier three rare or tier three limited than nothing. Yeah, I, I mean I don't disagree there, but I do think. Nope. I mean, whatever. It's probably worth a dollar right now, but I don't know. Literally, sit on the card and and the fact be... that they reduced the total number of rare rewards yeah. to fit that in though seems dumb to me. Yeah, I mean small, but I, I will say I kind of. I agree that it's annoying right in the interim, but I'm actually kind of happy for it because I've wondered for the longest time why the answer to more rewards isn't, hey, in the rare competitions, we can toss in limiteds. Like, if I'm playing rare and you, you know, I miss, let's say, like, gas three, and I miss, you know, the end of the tier two, uh, two rares, but I can get, like, a tier two or tier one limited, like, I'm cool with that. Like that's and they're they're never minting enough. I don't. Know. I I think that's the issue though is that they have so much supply, reward supply of star and tier one limiteds that giving away more tier threes feels. Well, that's the annoying part because it is such a big drop, right? Like it's the end of like tier two rare, where I don't even know what tier two anymore. It's like point one ish, point oh seven five, and then you drop to tier three limited, where it's like, all right, here's a couple of nickels that yeah. you can get point oh oh one to death when you post it. 
Yeah. The problem is that every star in tier one special or tier one limited probably is worth more than the tier three rares. So you have to like build it so that it's like tier one, tier zero rare, tier one rare, tier two rare. Actually, it's probably tier one rare, tier star limited, tier two rare, like something like that. But maybe it's just in like the divisions that don't award tier three rares. Hmm, Maybe not. I don't know. I agree that I think that's a fair pet peeve, though. That that's kind of annoying. Yeah, it it just seems weird to me that they would offer, and they do this in baseball. I had to explain this to my son. In rare pro, it moves from so you can use only rares, but you can win super rares. But it moves from tier three super rare to tier three rare. I think that's what it is. So like you can't win star or tier or you can't win tier one and tier two those are the top two hmm. you can't win like the best rares in rare pro that's weird like they don't it's impossible that's like specialist rare in football you win and you get or you get like second and you get a tier two super rare and the rares the like a tier a tier two rare is often worth more than that or you got black was nodding as i said it wrong but it's like that, that you would rather not win the super rare. You would rather win the rare, like tier two. Right. Than super rare. So, somebody posted somebody posted a screenshot of something where it was like there was a tier three, like there was a comp that had like a tier three super rare. And then the next prize was one card and it was a it was star yeah. rare. Yeah, that was a bug. Oh, black. It was a, black. Oh, it was a bug. Okay. A bug. Hold on. They, they That happened another time, though. And you, I'm outing you. You loved every minute of it. Yeah, it's like a lot of. It was a lot of. Yeah. yeah, you were yeah. like, you were like, this is, and I think it was a bug the last time too. And no, you I, were like shouting, "It's the greatest thing ever." I think it's good. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's good. I don't know. Yeah, See, here's was, the deal. I think there should be more lotto things, and I think people should I, like like the lotto factor of like weird stuff like that. Um, but inherently, there's always going to be people that are like this. Where is the equality in this? Like, this is not fair. And and it's like, sometimes it's okay. I think it's okay for like everything not to like make 100% right. sense. Um, then again, like when you do see stuff like that, where it's like, uh, you can win a tier three super rare or a tier two, like the ne- very next prize is a tier two rare. I think that that's like also part of the incompetency of, of so rare where like they don't know how unvalued those tier yep. three super rares are um it, yeah. it's kind of astonishing that it's easier to sell tier three rares than tier three super rares because like you should like tier three it sounds like if you have the same two things you should be like oh the super rare is worth more but it's actually worth much closer to zero than yeah. whatever the rare is you would rather have a backup tier three goalkeeper that hasn't played in two years, but he's still on the bench than a tier three super rare midfielder that's cranking out 51s that you can't even use him in underdog super rare. I think the answer really is they got to keep pumping prizes into underdog super rare and specialist super rare. And I think that they added some prizes to those. And I think that that's going to help a little bit. That was the, that was the tier three limited though, was they added. They didn't put limit. They didn't put limiteds into the, uh, special underdog super rare. underdog rare 
Underdog rare, sure, but I'm talking about specialist uh, super rare, underdog yeah. super rare. Underdog okay. super rare has tier three rares in it now. Okay, fair enough. Underdog super rare has tier tier three rares. Tier three rares. Right, just, okay. So, I mean, so that makes sense, and they did just kind of step it up. So they did the tier three limiteds, but the difference between a tier three rare and a tier three limited in value is very significant step. Yeah. Like, not proportional at all. Right. But it's just weird that a tier three rare could be worth more than oh, yeah. a tier three super rare. Especially, yeah. I, I, what are y'all, like, I more often than not am happier to end at the top of a lower tier than end at the lower part of a higher tier. So, like, I would rather have a top tier two than a bottom tier one. And you will not convince me otherwise until layer does a sheet and convinces me otherwise. The, the only time I would disagree is like if if there were a chance to win a unique and you could win like a tier two unique instead of a tier whatever, tier two super rare or something like that. I don't know. Star rare star yeah. rare or a unique lotto black. Do Dude, do? I'm playing the unique lotto. There you go. Let's, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> tier two. Let's go. Might be a guy that doesn't play or doesn't start. So Backup goalkeeper. The bring it on. You. Yeah. yeah. So CR said the whole point of these divisions was to drive progression into the higher tier. That's what Sorer said themselves. So I think the problem is, is that if you win a tier three super rare, you have progressed to nowhere. Right. Like you have to win more of them and buying more tier three super rares doesn't help you progress. It helps you progress in terms of allowing you to enter. You can go play underdog now. But yeah, but you're just going to get blasted. I mean, you should sell it. I mean, they just know that that's what's... I, I'm curious if they actually have like the data. I'm sure they do. The data on like the percentage of rewards that are kept versus sold. And that's probably where it's coming. It's like, all right, we'll still toss a few bucks at the end of this pool just because we can. Here, here's a pet peeve of mine. Ooh, here we go. S- super rares are still undervalued, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, Right now is a not? great time to buy super rares. Oh, That's right. Love it. They've been undervalued for three or four years now. Roughly. Yeah. When did so rare start? Because <laughs> they've been undervalued since then. Like, yeah. you, what's great about the symmetry of that is uh black or I'm sorry, layered telling Sean, like one show ago, you were joking that your first advice to Sean was buy super rares. And now we're, now we're bashing them. You should always, always buy super rares. It depends on what you're buying them for. What about you? You buy them for underdog. It, yeah, it made. I I have I mean, definitely bought super rares for underdog. That might actually be okay, to be honest, because you can buy those for peanuts. They're not peanuts. You're gonna you're gonna sell them for half a peanut, unfortunately. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I've sold plenty of tier three super rares. They sell for peanuts. Yeah. No. I, I but mean, if you buy them. Yeah, you might be able to only resell them for half of a peanut. But he's but black, he's undervalued right now. He's gonna be really good. And you're gonna want him when his price goes up. Exactly. Yeah. They're gonna add utility for these things at some point. There's gonna be so much more utility for superers. Just you guys yeah. wait. You guys just, all just, everybody wait. Just wait. Just wait for shit eulers. They're coming. Yeah. Yeah. We really need that more than we need underdogs, but whatever. 
That's a tough one. That's a tough one to sell. I know that I know that, that hits home for you for me taking a shot at underdog, but no, I mean, I you know this. I think underdog like I love specialist limited, uh, but underdog rare, I think, is the best tournament ever. Bar none. But that's why do you think that? Uh, just because of mean, the prizes? Because he won it I once. I think <laughs> it should have been twice, but I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> that was the most brutal that was actually one of the more brutal uh, losses and then i buy the card that the guy that passes me on the last game uh wins but no it's like the reason i think that is because because they do do have such good cards at the top of underdog that you don't need the great like on a normal week especially when europe is going like i my probability of winning gas three is not available on a data sheet. It's that low. And I have some good cards, but it's like non-existent. I'm not going to beat like the Messi's and the Neymar's and all these cards out there. But so I can't unlock like the upside of Kimmich or Mbappe or Holland or whatever awesome card that you want to say, but an underdog, anybody can go get those cards. Like, there's not an underdog card that's unobtainable and for normally a fair price. And now you can unlock the upside of a Kimmich, you know, like you, you DM me on the, the night that like, we knew that I went underdog. You're like, what card do you want? And that was just a fun conversation to have. Like, and you were joking. You're like, I said, Kimmich. And you're like, so if you won Kimmich, would you keep him? And I like spent 15 minutes of brain exercise of what I actually keep a Kimmich or if I won an Mbappe like would I keep that and that's just a cool exercise to do with Jordan Morris and Sebastian Blanco like Bryce yeah. Duke was in my damn underdog winning lineup like that's crazy you know? I just pulled up the prize pool for this upcoming weekend like the underdog rare pri- star prize pool because they give out three star rares right and the top five are Kimmich, Vinicius Jr., Allison, Pedri, and Courtois I mean that's crazy. That's crazy. Honestly, you can make a case why that I, – I shouldn't even say you can make a case why that makes the most sense. Um, but it you can because, like, those those competitions require, like, the most critical thinking and, like, strategizing and, like, roster manipulation. You have to not, buy players. underdog, though. Yeah, you do. Yes. I mean, I, I, I disagree. Like, underdog, you have to find – the best guys in the best spots and your gallery is not going to already have those guys. I mean, I'll just say this for the one that I won, I bought, uh, actually did buy two, but one guy got injured. Like, so you bought half your lineup. <laughs> yes. But they weren't like good. Like they weren't like good players. So they were, speak. they were in good spots though. Right. They were at they home were, against a weak team. Well, like, I don't so think, too, I don't like, think he's saying that. that they're like your own players. Like I think he's actually saying like there's a strategy to figuring out not which of your players are the right. best for the upcoming week. It's which are the best players. And and because it's underdog, they're not super expensive. But I think that sometimes, like even though I've definitely taken the slant of finding those, there's plenty of times I've seen the lineup up top, or let's say not even say winner, but like, a guy spikes like a 0.8 tier one and you look at it and they are scraps and they were just sure. scraps that were like the end of the guy's gal guy or gal's gallery. And they just sure. put them together and they, and like, but those cards, like 
if you put them in a normal, they would never, they would never see gas three. They'd probably just be in a gas four lineup and they would never have a shot in all-star because, you know, we've seen some of the most random lineups for threshold type of teams that like there's right. messies in deep in in yeah. global all-star, you know? So I don't know. I just think, I think underdog, the, the more of those type of tournaments that they can make the better. My yeah, pet I agree. Is keep underdogs sacred. Keep it sacred. Keep it sacred. Should underdog have a goalkeeper in it? Yeah. Well, you can play a goalkeeper. Uh, hold on. The the correct answer, Black, is no. They are awesome to do that, but selfishly, I want more people to be excluded. Like I played for me to win. I played you're for specialist. Right, but like you, you're almost like penalized and specialist because unless you have a huge gallery, prioritizing specialists isn't. Mark. You guys, you guys want to hear something s- super vomit inducing? Yes, I sure. played an under twenty three super rare goalkeeper and underdog super rare. <laughs> wow! And did you get, did you pay the punishment for it? Uh, I I might have won a card. Um, it was David Ochoa, and he had a, it was the game he had the clean wow. sheet and he scored like ninety points. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but the rest of my lineup was like god awful. But I I think like I I did scrape like a tier three super or something with it. So you scraped some peanuts. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, strategy wise, like, you know, most people are not playing goalkeepers. Right. And you know that goalkeeper upside is higher now with the new scoring metrics. Like, I don't think playing a goalkeeper, I think the reason most people, I mean, we know why people don't play them. So obviously if you play one, then you can also play stacks in, uh, uh, underdog, so you could do mm. goalkeeper, defender, defender, whatever else. Whatever. Yeah. I I do think that goalie is so much more viable in underdog than it was under the new scoring. Because I was actually thinking about that earlier today. It was like the chances of you getting eighty from an underdog keeper versus your random midfielder that you know doesn't have sets. That's you know destroyer is much higher. So, yeah, and I mean, realistically, you don't even need eighty. Like, like from that spot, just get me, get me the clean sheet. Like, if if I can get sixty-five, seventy there, that would be amazing. Yeah. The one thing you do need, though, like captain, is the most important decision you make in yep. all those rock tournaments because the fifty yep. percent is so crucial. Specialist, specialist should have a. Uh, well, but, okay, with the over sixty, maybe it shouldn't have a. Captain. Oh, you mean because then somebody just puts Messi in there and gets fifty percent bonus, and now they passed up everybody. That's, yeah, know. that's not fun, right? That's probably why they didn't do it. That's a good point. Yeah. I would love to captain Messi. Messi in that one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we've gone a bit long, and we didn't we didn't talk about training. Yeah, I think because we wanted to keep having fun. <laughs> <laughs> And we all have to do it later. So <laughs> we've, got, we've got another full full week ahead of us, don't we? What do you mean? Like everything's back this weekend. Oh, yes. yes. Have you have have you guys set your lineups yet? I set one and then I had to delete it because I spent 1.8 ETH on a super rare that's not going to play this weekend. Hold on. And, and Laird, the worst so, part co- was earlier today he was in and you were rejoicing that they said he was in and now he's not. And now he's not. Sequatas is out. Yeah. 
Hood, Hoodwink nailed it. I learned on a recent Saturday stream, captain your highest scoring player. Again, easy game. Still still yeah. highly advise that. Absolutely. A lot of morons out there captaining their not highest scoring. I, I just it's a weird it's weird. Like there's no it, they're like, oh, I'll do it. I'll be a differential. I'll just captain yeah. my lowest scoring guy. And oh. It's like, don't do that. Yeah. I did. I know we're late. I did see this and I think I sent it to both of you potentially, but there was one dude one week that literally I looked through his whole lineups. This is before the scoring check. He captained goalie in goalie. every single one. And he beat me in a tournament. I want to say it was like underdog. Like I was actually had like a legitimate sweat. I think it was that one week that um the as game didn't get scored. And he it was that same week that Servio took two PKs as a goalie. Oh my god. That's infuriating. That was, and it, but literally he captained this if you went on his lineup sheet, every goalie in all of his lineups was his captain. Is that a pet peeve when people captain their goalkeepers? I think so. I think it should be. (laughs) Here's the deal. It bothers me, but it might not be that stupid. It might not be that stupid anymore. Now. But, like, the the annoyance of that was it was before the scoring matrix change, and the goalie gets two goals and a clean sheet (laughs) on a short and condensed week, and you're like, my God, the damn goalie just broke everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But good for the guy. If if he did it, especially because he had PKs, then nah, well, screw him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that. But that again, let's not bury the lead here. Captain your highest scoring player. Simple yeah. as that. even if it's a goal. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just no. Okay, thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, I'm looking down. We could probably use a few more likes on the video. So if everybody could just, uh, you know, take the one second to do that, that's uh, very appreciated. It's, it's Laird's pet peeve if you don't. like. It is. Yet. It is. Uh, the discrepancy between likes and views, I don't think is accurate to the people who actually enjoy these videos. Um, so I think there should be some more likes. So um, please, if you guys could hit that, thank you for doing that. Um, if you're not watching live, you can still hit that like button counts just as much. And if you're listening to the audio version, if you could please rate and review it wherever you listen. We are off next week. I'm going to be away. Andy reacted, but he knew I was off. Um, So we will be back the week after. Uh, Same thing with the strategy show. That will not happen next week. So we will be back in two weeks with another Sorer Andrews. Keith, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, good luck this weekend, everyone. All right. Adios. See you.